Hello, my friends. For many people, financial stewardship isn't just about smart financial decisions. They also want to allocate their resources in a way that is consistent with their values and their religious principles. Revo Financial brings biblical wisdom to the financial planning and investment process. Whether planning for retirement or college, for a first-time home or special charitable or estate strategy, Revo Financial will come alongside you and help you define your financial goals and establish a plan to reach them. For more information or to set up a complimentary one-on-one appointment, visit RevoFinancial.com or call 918-336-7877. Revo Financial. Hello friends, welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. So excited that you're here with us this week for the journey. Man, I, I just I'm watching everything that's going on and everything that's going down in the news and and the judicial nominee that is literally being raked over the coals. So Amy Coney Barrett, she's an American attorney, uh and she has been nominated for the Supreme Court to take Ruth Ginsburg's um, spot after her death. And literally, I've been watching this, and they are—they're—they they can't find anything wrong with her other than her stance on marriage and life. Like the left is just showing their hand; wickedness is showing its hand. People who hold to a biblical worldview. People who say that um, marriage should be between one man and one woman <clears throat> is that 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 viewpoint is it's torn apart. It's ripped apart because uh, they don't like it. They want to be able to do with whatever they want, whatever they want, <clears throat> with whoever they want to do it with, whether that's. A man and a man, a woman and a woman, um, a grown adult with a child, it it doesn't matter. The left, the far liberal left has no moral compass. Uh, The liberal left has literally committed moral suicide. They they do not have high ground morally, period, whatsoever. Um, When it comes to the idea of abortion, they are ridiculous. They are pro-murder of human beings. They want to kill human beings and that it just frustrates me to no end to watch i've stopped watching the the confirmation here because it's literally a circus it's literally the left getting up and just using it as a bully pulpit to espouse their views to the world and anytime a liberal or anytime someone from the right uh, gets up to question. Nobody really talks about that on the. You don't see that on the headline news. All you see is the liberal left trying to destroy Amy. And uh, you know, I applaud this woman that you've stood up and you've been a woman who stands firm in your faith. That you have not backed down. That you have not allowed the the crazy world to try to take you out. <clears throat> applaud you one hundred percent. Love it. Absolutely love it. But it got me thinking. I, uh, I'm prepping, doing some prep work for my sermon this Sunday. And we're talking about, we've been doing a study over Revelations, uh, the church, the seven churches in Revelation. And we're in the second week of our study. And, and we're looking at the church of Smyrna this week. And 
man, the church of Smyrna was just the church that really got, I mean, they got whipped up on. Like it was just a, a church that had to deal with suffering. It was in the midst of a culturally uh, sophisticated city. And the city or the church literally had to deal with so many problems. Um, there were fake brothers and sisters, those who said, man, we, yeah, we're, they aligned themselves with pagans, but they came out saying, oh, we're, we're with you. We're, we're with you. And then they did all kinds of shady stuff. Like the Jews did some shady stuff to the church. And man, I just thought about this. I mean, the church is under attack even today. We're in the midst of being attacked. And, and, and we've got, what's hilarious is the people that are on the liberal left, that are in the church say, oh, we need to be careful with the word persecuted because we're not really being persecuted. Well, actually, we are. Uh, we are being persecuted. Are we Are we losing our lives? Not yet. Are we being thrown in jail? Some of us are. Yeah, in America, people are being thrown in jail for a gathering, just simply gathering together. Uh, we have a mandate from the Lord Jesus Christ that says, "Do not forsake the gathering together." We have a we have a mandate from God Himself that says, "Do not forsake." But yet the government says, "You need to forsake gathering together. You need this. You need to stop." And if California has its way, you watch, it will be criminalized, and people will be going to jail wholesale for gathering. Um, I think of pastors like John MacArthur and Jack Hibbs, um, these guys that that are trying to take a stand. Um, and have have church like normal, have, have a gathering of believers, and they are being and just censored, they're being sued, they're being ripped up and torn up by, by the media, uh, and it, it, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <clears throat> and it's, it's, but here's the thing is we, the, the, this was coming down the pike. We knew this was coming because the Bible says that you're going to be persecuted. John chapter 15 gives a very explicit picture here. It says, listen, the world hated me first, way before they hated you. The world hated me. And just know that this is, this is what's going to happen. You will be hated because of my namesake. And, and, that's that's part of the price we, that we're going to pay for living in the world in which we live and holding to a biblical standard. If you hold to a biblical worldview, if you hold to a standard of right, the world is going to rip you apart. <clears throat> and even people that are inside the church will look at you as if you are absolutely crazy. They're going to look at you and say, no way, absolutely not, you can't, no, 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 no. And I got to think about Second 2 Timothy <clears throat> 2 Timothy chapter 3 gives us a real, it's a real big picture uh, of all of this. It says this, chapter 3, verse 1, but understand this, in the last days there will come difficult times. Guys, difficult times aren't coming, they're they're pretty much here. And here's the, I will say it's going to get worse, but we are having difficult times. Now listen to this, I want you to understand and I want to unpack this. For people will be lovers of selves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Now, up to that point, you're thinking, okay, this is this sounds like the world. No, 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 keep looking. These are people that say they belong to Christ, just like they did in the Church of Smyrna. They belong, oh, I'm, yeah, we're Jews. Yeah. 
but actually they were part of the synagogue of Satan, according to Revelation chapter 2. So we've got this, this thing unpacking here, and they say, yeah, they're, they're lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, but yet they have an appearance, listen, they have an appearance of godliness. They know how to put on the facade. They know how to use the right religious terminology. They know how to say the things that need to be said just, oh, just right, just perfectly right. But in reality, they have this appearance, but they deny its power. They've got an appearance of godliness, but it denies the power. And then the Bible says, avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into houses and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led astray by the various passions. Uh Uh-oh. This is like, come on. This This is religious leaders that are just trying to do line their pockets, line their egos. Like this is dangerous ground. Avoid these people. They're always learning but never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also oppose the truth. <laughs> they oppose the truth. Men corrupted in the mind and disqualified regarding the faith, but they will not get very far, for their folly will be plain to all, as was that of those two men. So we've got we've got this thing laid out here, man. We've we've got to be on point. We've got to be paying attention. Like the theological left is a dangerous place to go. If you do not if you not hold fast to the word of God, and you don't say that that's the final authority, and you don't apply that in your life, you're you're not a follower of Christ. Like you're not. Now. Can you sin and stumble and fall and mess up? Absolutely. But that's where repentance comes in. You have to repent and then you change course. Repentance means to turn your back on sin and and pursue God. Pursue Christ. Repent means to change. Is there a change in our lives? If you say you love Christ, you should look different. I should look different. And man, sometimes I feel like I don't look different. Sometimes the, the sin... And my life creeps up. Any, anybody else just just creeps up in your life and he, like it takes over? That's where we have to be engrafted and grounded in God's word. We have to say what God says about circumstances. We have to say what God says. And we have to just say, okay, Father, give me the strength. Take back ground that I forfeited to the, to the enemy. Take back the ground that I forfeited. And God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'd fill me with your Holy Spirit and that I would begin to pursue and know and follow you. And and the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is that you and I have to be grounded into God's word in order for us to be able to do things that are correct. If we're going to follow, if we're going to follow what's right. If we're hungry and thirsty, or Matthew chapter 5, if we're hungry and thirsting for righteousness, that's when we're going to be satisfied. That's when we're going to find fulfillment, is when we're pursuing holiness, pursuing righteousness. That's that's the key. That's it right there. And so we have to be ever mindful. We have to be ever vigilant. So uh, I just want us to take a, a couple minutes here and just to, just to know that God's over all things. And if we need to repent, I call us to repentance. I call us to change direction. I call us to move towards Christ and not towards the world. I call us, I call me to move towards Christ 
move towards what God has called holy and good and right and not to pursue the world. That's my challenge for me. That's my challenge for all of us is to pursue that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take just a few minutes out of the programming here and just say thanks to Outpost Coffee for providing us with just incredible caffeinated beverages. I mean, these guys are just fantastic. Um, we've got so many, we just have some great partners that just make sure we get the this broadcast out to thousands of people. Like thousands of people get to hear this every week. And my hope is that, that we support these folks that, that support this show. Um, guys like... Outpost Coffee, Revo Financial, uh, DSR. These guys are just fantastic, all three of them. And, and just um, be be willing to support people that are sta- will stand up for truth. So let's look at second half. Let's go to the second half of this show today. Um, man, I just I said this back in April. I just feel like things are we're, we're being realigned. We're being um, uh, restructured as a nation. And I, I'm still holding fast to that. I believe uh, that we are seeing uh, now more than ever the the full frontal assault from communist Marxists. Uh, they are attempting to restructure and realign and, and erase history, erase how we started, how we were founded as a country, um, and, and make no mistake, regardless of the the mess ups and the and the and the flaws of our country the foundational principles were of christian values uh, you read the mayflower mayflower compact you you read um, any of our founding documents and the goal is christianity the goal is christ the goal is a biblical foundation now what's the goal of these revolutionists these revolutionaries uh they want to see they want to see um communism they want to see a totalitarian dictatorship uh take place in our country make no mistake um the words of the blm's leadership uh, they say I mean, unequivocally in their own words, we are Marxist. We are organized. We our goal is to bring Marxism to this country. Um, there's a guy that made a documentary not too long ago. It's called Agenda, and then he made a second one called Agenda Two. And the entire goal uh, from the '60s has been to realign our country in such a way to bring about full-fledged communism. Um, They tried to soft-pedal it and soft-sell it with um, uh, socialism and the the socialist idea, but eventually that's that's just communism light. Socialism is just a, a softer version of communism. And communism has killed more human beings than all the wars combined. If you look at the, the numbers, it's hundreds of millions of people have died from um, communism. Just period. That's that's Those are facts. That's not just, oh, you're just making stuff up. No, that's actual facts. We need to be aware um, that th- this is coming. And this is, this is the goal. Um, 
think because we're so quiet and we don't, <clears throat> we're not concerned and we just, we've sat back. I think one of two things is going to happen. One, we break into a full-fledged civil war or B, um, they're just going to take over and, and it, it's going to be over with him by the time it, by the time we realize it, by the time the majority of Americans wake up and say, Oh wait, it's, this really is a thing and they are trying to, to destroy us. It's going to be too late. And there's a potential the blood is in the streets. I just, I don't see this going peacefully. I wanted to, I wanted to, I want to get past all the insanity and not have crazy I don't want to have the the complete and utter destruction of the world in which we live I want to be able to have vacation still go visit and drive if I want to go to the ocean if I want to go to the mountains I still want those things and maybe that's the problem is we've we've become so comfortable in our life that we've 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 forfeited the abilities for even to for us to be able for us to even be able to go and do those things because we've been so unattached to the policies of the left and we've just oh just let them do their thing and we'll do our thing no they aggressively want to take us out like the left has a desire the far left i'm not talking about the the moderate middle left people they just want to be left alone too the far left have one agenda they want to destroy everything and rebuild in their image and their likings. How do we know this? Um, the mayor of Seattle. I just saw this on the Blaze, I believe it was. The mayor of Seattle is incensed. Why is the mayor of, of Seattle incensed, you ask? Because she just could not understand why. I gotta find the article. Golly. I'm scrolling down, I'm scrolling down, trying to find this. It was on the blaze. Um, but she just was so mad and so perplexed that she she caved to this group and said, we're going to defund the police. Which they showed up and terrorized her in her own home. They protested in front of her house, even though she capitulated and did what she did what they wanted. It wasn't enough for them. They still wanted more. Because what's the goal? They want to destroy this country. That's what they want. They don't want any inkling of what this thing used to be. They want to completely torn down to the studs and even rip the studs out and rebuild from the ground up. And what do they want? What do they want to build? They want to build a communist quote unquote utopia. And it's not going to be a utopia. Look at any country, any nation, any group of people that's ever been a part of a communist dictatorship. There's a few folks at the top that enjoy the benefits and the rest of the country is in shambles and they starve to death and there's concentration camps and there's there's all these things that take place. There's like, Caleb, you're going way too far out. And you just like read and listen to their own words. This is what they want. This is what they want. Oh, man. I, I, I just wish you guys could see this. Uh, one of these uh, in Minneapolis where the the, the police were, um, n- where neighbors swore off calling police. They said, we're not going to call the police. We're just going to, you know, no more calling them. Uh, children are now being sexually assaulted uh, because 
they know the police aren't coming. Guys, I'm telling you, what we're heading towards is a complete just debacle. It's going to be crazy. Um, I, I predict. And man, here's the thing. If, I, if, if we come back in six months, I will come on this radio show. I'll come on this podcast and say, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. But I'm telling you, everything in me is saying, I think we're about to have complete and utter chaos. Uh, that that's that's my prediction um but there's the answer i have the answer i know the answer man we are we are experiencing the wrath of god how do i know this because god's lifted his hands this is called the wrath of abandonment this is the romans one wrath of abandonment and if you've ever heard me talk you ever heard he's a killer you feel like you just got one message and it is i have one message because that's the only message that matters it's christ the gospel is all that matters. The gospel is what is going to fix anything and everything in this in this moment. The gospel is what's going to make things right. And we've got to be aligned with what the gospel has for us. But I believe that's going to fix anything and everything that's coming our, our way. Period. It's going to fix it. And so we've got to pay attention and we need to repent where we where we have been wrong. Like we need to take care of our sin. We need to take care of our house. We need to clean up our house and repent. And biblical repentance is not just, oh, I'm going to cry for a little bit. Biblical, biblical repentance is this. I change by the power of the Holy Spirit. I ask God to forgive me and then I have a change of heart. I have a change of direction. That's true repentance. Repentance uh, in the world in which we talk about. A lot of people say, well, I cried. Well, that's great that you cried. But does your life look different? If your life doesn't look different, that's not genuine repentance. Like, we have to we have, to have genuine repentance. And that's the only way this thing is going to change. This is the only way this thing is going to look different. Is if we genuinely repent. And put our hope, put our faith, put our trust in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Thanks for tuning in to the Northfield Radio program this week. Pray that uh, everything we say and do just blesses you. If you want more information on what we're doing, go to my website, www.calebgordon.com. Literally has all of the shows for the last three years. Um, you see my schedule, uh, where I'm speaking at, what I'm what I'm doing, uh, articles, podcasts, blogs, things of that nature. Just check out www.calebgordon.com. Blessings on you this week and your family. Thank you again for your support. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of a Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.